This podcast is brought to you by Voice of Bits. Hear it. Feel it. Live it. It's Mythbusters. And what oh, yeah. we do on Mythbusters is we try and bust these myths and try and understand where does it come about. I was chatting to a friend of mine, Ukwane uh, Limbo, when he was saying he's never come across a myth that says do this so that this can be done. <laughs> it's always don't do this. Don't do this because this is going to happen. Why is that so? I ask myself. Good observation. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and look, look, if you're going to ask our elders this question, mm-hmm. Right, Oak Shang and Bum. Of course. I what? tell you, I, t- I kid you not. I kid you not. I, I'm, I'm on that with you because it's things like, like all these things are just so grounded in just creating someone that we need to become. <laughs> and the worst part, I'll, I'll, I say the same thing. Mm. When kids are running in, I'm like, and since we've been doing Mythbusters, then I stop. I'm like, Mara, why am I saying this? <laughs> that is the nice thing about Mythbusters. You are just officially like, mm. where am I doing? I mean, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? <laughs> Today we're speaking about all the myths that pertain uh, nighttime. Don't oh, touch yeah. your nails. Salt doesn't leave the house at um, after certain hours, or once it's dark, or whatever the case do might be. But they are, do not sweep at night. I'm like Mara. There's a lot of things that we are just not supposed yeah. to do at so, night. We want to find out. Yes, we want to find out. This segment of the show, uh, Kolani Baloyi is with me, and we're going to be tackling this in particular. And he's the one who works specifically about it behind the scenes and yeah. putting together the main understanding of what it is that we are going to be doing and why we seem to be doing it as well. Kulani Baloi, who joins us this morning to help us with this conversation? Uh, we'll be joined by Uzukiswa uh, um, Vogo, a qualified female engineering professional, right? amongst other things, right? I was about and to say. And Uzukiswa. <laughs> <laughs> I was about yes, to say. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Uzukiswa. Uh, and uh, she'll actually help us try and make sense of this. And to be honest with you, ever since we started Mythbusters, I've literally learned quite a lot from this myths. I have learned learned a lot and I'm sure we are not the only people if you have missed out on Mythbusters all you have to do is go iona.com and check out moments under VAW FM where you get to see or get to listen to the Mythbusters that we have done so many of them so profound information and time and time again I'm always just excited to be a part (laughs) of this in particular it's so exciting (laughs) let's bring in Dr. Zugiswa Mvoko and uh, to assist us with this conversation have started a spiritual journey since 2013 and has been an eye-opener which tested her faith and grounding. And since this calling, she has made it her role to be one of the good role model healers. And she has achieved in these great through the African spiritual workshops that initiated and conducted, that were initiated and conducted and facilitated since 2018. And in these workshops, um, there's a burning issues of relationships between traditional, cultural, uh, Christianity and... And these are the most, the crux of the creme de la creme. When you speak about uh, traditional healing, there's always a sense of culture, Christianity. There's always a clash of the titans as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure she carries with her a wealth of knowledge. Dr. Zugiswa, thank you so much for joining us this morning and good morning to you. Uh, today <laughs> we have... <laughs> 
Not even. You know what? We take it one step at a time. We take it one step at a time. The one thing that we do try and do is get more information. And I think speaking to you will make us get one step closer to more answers more than anything else. But thank you so much for affording us your thank time you. this morning. Now, we're speaking about yeah. mainly the myths that carry us at night. Yeah. <laughs> Don't sleep <laughs> at night. Don't cut your nails at night. No salt at night. There's a lot of things that are associated with the night that have been put into us as children to say that these things are wrong to do at the night. And so growing up, we were told that we shouldn't sweep at night. Where does this come from and where did it start? Okay, um, I would put firstly to say most of um, the the so-called now myths, uh, some of them, they come from the fact that elders were trying to protect us from doing certain things. And they would then say, don't certain a certain uh, behavior shouldn't be done at this time uh, because it's going to harm you or whatever the case. Others we were not told why, but we follow through from one generation to the other. Now, uh, when we're speaking of uh, specifically the one you just mentioned about uh, borrowing salt, isn't it so? Yes, yes. Hello? Yes, yes, yes God. You spoke about the salt exchange. Uh, culturally, um, salt, as you know, that salt is the root of many things. We use salt for cleansing. We use salt uh, for uh, the sea salt that we normally would use. We use salt for many other things. So now, in, if you were to take salt inside a kaya, uh, and then remember, salt is used for cooking. It's used for the home. It's like the sauce of the home. Now, it's like you're taking out the homes that that home um, sauce or base, and you're, you're you're giving it to you're exposing it to the neighbors. You understand? So, because remember. The whole day, the ancestors, and all everyone is there. Now at night, the ancestors starting to come in, and everybody. Now when now you're taking the sauce of the home, and you're taking out outside Yabakupa. So they said, no, there shouldn't be any food or anything, specifically the salt that is that is uh, the base of the house shouldn't be even taken outside. So in also when you look into from the biblical perspective, there was a point whereby they were saying uh, there's a point of umfazga Lord turned into salt. Mm. That means salt is a very critical source of element that is you shouldn't take light. And at okay. the same time, there's nothing which you shouldn't give a person salt uh, directly from hand to hand. You should put it down because if umniga directly hand to hand that person that umniga zayona, it may create animosity. You should put it down and then those are the things that we're doing to protect us. And then the other one... Interesting. Uh, Very <laughs> interesting. In, uh, in, uh, this, is, this, is, this is quite interesting uh, because I'm thinking here and I'm like, for me, salt has always been salt. 
Yeah, you know, when you think about yeah. the actual substance of salt and what it holds at home, yes. and I think the analogy that you just made now to say that salt can't be moved from one hand to, to another. Eggs. And I'm thinking, how many people have yeah. actually gave Me too. the salt? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to track if and we still, still get along or not. Sienza, <laughs> without thinking, mm-hmm. yeah, I understand. We do it without thinking, but is those things that even if we if we're to observe when when we're having insebens and everything and they won't pick up a hand and give it to you you know, I think these these are things that we've seen. We just haven't realized it. We haven't. Yeah. So now that you say it and I think about it, actually, Makaya and Lady Smith, those are the rules indirectly. Nobody says to you, don't do it. But you see, you exactly. see the actions are like, there's the salt over there. Nobody actually wants to pick it up and give it to the next person. Yeah. Exactly. And also, when you look into the Western uh, thing, when they're sitting at the table, they will say, please pass me the salt. We, they will take the salt and put it next to you. They won't give it to you from the hand. Ooh, okay. I think you just took us to three yeah. different levels. So Literally. now we've Literally. got a myth, we've got spiritual, yeah. and then we've got uh, the, 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 the whole English world where you sit at a table and you have lunch. This is quite interesting. Yeah, you Literally. understand. Mm. So because they all also understand the concept behind the salt. What is the next one? <laughs> but, but, <laughs> no, we're just speaking about all of these. Um, but also, let's talk about buying salt at night. Is that something that is bad? I mean, it's not moving from one household to the next, but we seemingly have myths that are associated with salt at night. Is it a bad thing to buy salt at night? Um, from my own knowledge, I don't see anything wrong with you buying it from the shops. Oh, because okay. remember, when you buy it from the shops and then you get home and then when you get home using that salt, it now takes the energy off your house. Mm. Oh, I get yeah. <laughs> are you taking down notes there? <laughs> oh, but you and, and I are being schooled here, I promise thing, you. Uh, another myth that I've known about is as not um, not to cut your nails yes, at night, house yes. and yes. cut your hair. So, as I mentioned earlier on, some of the things they would, they, they would tell us um, not to do, not because it's, there's a cultural aspect to it per se, but because there's also a hygienic side of it. Looking at considering that back in the days there was no electricity and we used uh, lamps and candles. Now, if you were to cut your hair at night inside the house, and remember back in the days, it would be like one big room that is open plan. There's a kitchen there by the corner, there's a dining room, there's, and then you're cutting your hair. Understanding that hair can fly everywhere. Mm. So they would say you don't have to cut your hair inside the house, whether at night or during the day. And mind you, when you cut your hair at night inside the house, you may not cut it properly because we're not using the normal uh, normal lighting. Yeah. Rather, you go and cut it even in a corner outside, furthest away from the house. To understand so that you can be uh, clear from the uh, the hygienic side of things within the home, mm-hmm. and then again, mm-hmm. when they say you shouldn't cut your nails within in Antigua and you can't cut them at night because obviously you're gonna cut yourself, and when you start oh. bleeding, that right. this is also a hygiene side of it. Rather, you cut them outside, and also reflects that you should see your nails, all of them, gather them together, and you have to throw them away because no one is supposed to touch your nails. No one is supposed to um, 
to even uh, it jump your nails. Uh-huh. Nails are from the perspective that that is your infilayako. Mm-hmm. Oh. Coco, now so that you're now actually going you into that. Just let them lying around like that. Infilayako, leyakatwa and then somebody else might take it and use it. There are many things that are being done mm-hmm. uh, spiritually in Zipo. And I was yeah, about so to that's say... Why they will always advise otherwise. But sorry to cut you, Nana. No problem. But now, <laughs> looking at the current days, we now do our manicures and pedicures and mm. whatever you Ooh, things actually, have evolved and leave them somehow. The salon. <laughs> and it becomes now a different aspect altogether. Now, Coco, let's talk about the disposal of the hair and the nails. And the nails Which way yeah, is correct to dispose it? Because now you've mentioned uh, the myths that are also associated with it. You know, in Silayako, and we've heard things like people abangaktagata, people can bangaksebenza, and with all your those hair kind of and things. with your nails, it's very key. Mm, mm, mm. So, what would be the key way to dispose of your hair and your nails to make sure that such things don't happen to happen to prevent such things from happening? Emakaya, uh, normally you find that they would put it in, uh, roll it up and just uh, throw it in the, in the, in the, in the, in those, um, because no one would ever reach there and in our own homes it's advisable that rather you flush it you know if you've got a flushing toilet so mm-hmm. that you are, ins- you are sure you are sure that it's well disposed no one can have access to it but now remember we've got salons now we cut our hair at night yeah. and and uh, and all that, and we do our hair at night. And now, <laughs> I just said no, and I put it into a friend who's head. Because we just take of it, Nana. Uh, <laughs> saloon that is that is uh, it, it. It doesn't have clients, and people always go there. And you always like going to this hair salon, and you cut your hair there, and they swipe it and put it. I was it thinking about bed. that. Yes, I was about to ask you that question. Go to. We are flocking in these salons. Kanti, kanti, my peace. I'm not saying they're doing it. Pardon me, hair salon. Allegedly. So, I think so you're hinting something. Hint, hint, coco. Hint, hint. Hint, hint, coco. Hint, hint. I'm not saying you guys are doing I'm not, no. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they're doing anything. Yeah, no, you no. You what I'm saying? Yeah, no, my mind yeah, is running wild. You're seeing too. Mm-hmm. It, my mind Jay, is just running wild listening to that and I'm thinking all sorts of things I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't go into to your normal barber no no I'm, I'm, I'm still going to go you never, you never, maybe it's just <laughs> you properly and not. <laughs> well, I think all you are saying is that the possibilities <laughs> are there and this is how we can then better safeguard ourselves mm-hmm. pardon? No, I'm saying all you are saying is that the possibilities are there and that's why we are teaching each other today how to dispose of our hair, our nails that we've cut and all of that just to safeguard ourselves. But I think you've made absolute sense when you are speaking about things like flushing it down the toilet because nobody can have access to it. And also look into it. When you have to do your hair at home, like your braids and everything, whether you're sitting in the room, the whole two days you guys will be picking up the hair in the house that is the hygienic side of it that is mm, so true true I'm extension everywhere you go yeah Bl- I almost said something, but let me try to keep quiet <laughs> and save myself. <laughs> back in the days, back in the days, uh, our, our, our ancestors, they, they, were, they, were still, they were clean and they're still clean. Hence, they said, 
rather you do it outside and not even closer to the main house. They're under the tree somewhere. Mm. Say that again for me. So you're saying rather you do it outside and not even close by the door, you need to be further away as though to say there's a tree in the corner. As I'm, remember here, it's, it's also, it's that particle uh, of, of our body that flies easily. Yes. Mm. You understand? So if you're going to do it just outside the house, you're sitting outside just in front of the door. Mm. The next thing you get inside the house, when you're done with your hair, you find the hair somewhere in, 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 uh, in the kitchen or somewhere in, inside the house. And you wouldn't know how it got there. Mm. So it's better to be furthest away. Which is why the concept of hair salon was somehow created for that to say, let's have a, a closed up space because now weather changes, sometimes it's cold, it's raining. Then mm. we can be able to cut our hair in a certain place that we feel it's safe. There is far away from food, far away from home. You go there, you cut your hair, it gets cleaned up, you wash it then. And then by the time you get home, you don't have any issues with the hair. And normally when you even notice that even though you've went to the hair salon, you've done your hair. When you still, when you get home, you still need to a bit shower, clean up your, yourself first because somehow there'll be hair falling around. You understand? So that's yeah. that hygiene side of it, more than the the so-called spiritual things that we get or the voodoo side of it that we can think of. Wow, yeah, Gok. You've talked about you have said a most yeah, <laughs> you said a lot, Coco. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. I think it's official. We can say that today's myth has been busted. busted. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> And please I I repeat this. I'm not saying hair salon is No. Don't coach me on that one. We are with you, Coco. We are with you, Coco. Trust me. It's now a Coco. Coco, your secret is safe with us. You too, Coco. What a wonderful conversation. You have to say that was very informative. That was quite interesting to find out where all of these things stem from and the fact that she also carries out our ancestors that also don't want to witness such things because when these things were put into place, the likes of cutting your nails outside and not just outside by the doorstep but far away from outside and your hair as well. Man, quite a lot. I mean, the spiritual side of things as well. Mm. I'm shocked. She tapped into everything, even the scientific side. It's like, boom, 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 boom. She got it covered. La Lela, it's done. It's done. It's two minutes to the bottom of the hour, and Makosa Zanatwala will be coming through to give you your news headlines. That's how we wrap it up. It's Mythbusters. Join us again next week on Thursday from 10 until half past 10, where we get again, get to bust another myth. Thank you so much, Kalani Baloyi. We'll do it again on Thursday. This podcast was brought to you by Voice of Vits. To listen to more shows, tune in to 88.1 or live stream us on. On vowfm.co.za.